a Nigerian lady who knows someone that knows someone, and that person is a friend of another. In Nigeria, everybody knows somebody. Memoir of a Nigerian My diary, my friend's discussion, my acquaintance's conversation, all on this table. Follow me, and let's talk. Time is coming with your boyfriend. You are sitting at home. Valentine season is here again. The red on red on red on white season. I thought I was going to do on oh, this year, but rara, nothing is here because everything is just like everything is just everything to castigate. Lori Kini. For sure, that's the word, that's the slang of the week. This is in everybody's mouth. Let's talk. The lucky toll gate reopening, Occupy Lagos protest. As much as I don't think that that toll gate should be reopened, I I also am scared that something might happen at the protest. Fundamentally, we all have the right to protest. We all have the right to speak up. But in Nigeria, it doesn't look like that. Especially after we, we witnessed what happened on the 20th of October 2020. Let's hear this. Yeah, so what do you think about the Occupy Lagos protest? Because the government just said that they would be opening Lekki um, toll gates. Is it, is it the government that said so? Or, or the, um, the uh, what, what do you call the it? Judicial the judicial panel. Yes, let, let, let's let's put this in in perspective. The the guys who run is it LCC or LCC? Remember their name? Yes. Who run who run the uh, toll gate? Right. Appeal to the uh, panel. Okay. To reopen it. That's 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 and the panel voted on it. Yeah, the panel voted on it, but justice Five has not been four. served. Justice has not, has yes. not been served. So is that, is that even okay that the government would say, all right, I mean, they, they agree to it because there's nothing that would happen in Lagos, that Lagos State government or governor would not, would not attest to it, would not be okay by it. Because, but I assume that because they are okay by it, they are saying, all right, you guys can go ahead, irrespective of the well, lives that if, were lost. If, if the panel that has, has, has been appointed to take charge of that thing says it's okay, then... I don't know why government would say it's not okay. What do you think about the protest? What protest? I, I Occupy, protest? Yeah, there would be a protest on the 13th I, of... I think um, it's, it, 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 it will be wrongly edited. It will be wrongly edited, as far as I know, because the panel is still hasn't, hasn't finished its job. Well, I, I, when something happens, when something like that happens, in, in normal in investigations, in normal investigation. At the point of that thing, they will probably cut an off the thing and go through, I mean, because things happen elsewhere abroad, you know, they will go through, find to come, they, they do their forensics and everything. And that's it. But they in, leave the thing. But in Nigeria, we don't have all these forensics, so what are you talking about? What does, it, what, what does it signify? The only forensics we have in Nigeria is in Fashola taking that um, camcorder. <laughs> yeah, but the camcorder is not with fa- fa- is not with the guy. Oh. The camcorder should not 
stop. She mm. must stop people reopening it. I, I don't. I don't think so. That that's a personal opinion, though. All right. Presently, there is um, there is a fight at Obalende with thugs with guns shooting, and many people think that it's it's because the government is trying to scare protesters. What I what I've read about it is that it is this uh, this uh, what do you call them now? This uh, touts. Mm. The towns that were the same ones that, that were probably that, sent to Alausa. They are fighting at, uh, at the plates. That's what I've read. With guns. You know, but I'm not on ground to know exactly what is happening. Hmm. But you see, well, it, it is. I don't think it's that everything that happens is government instigating it. You know, because I mean, we have taken this blanket view that whatever happens, it's done by government, and we have taken responsibility ourselves or how we behave or how things happen in the society everything is laid is now laid at the at the doorstep of the government i don't think it's right though oh, okay but how come they are coming out today when um, the protest is happening on the 13th which is on a saturday so it's it's just it, it, the coincidence it, is there like a time for touts to come out in lagos well they came out. They, they came out last out. time. It, it, they they come out any time. Mm. Any time some somebody talks something, they come out. Okay. I don't think they have a, a time to come out. The last time you they came so? out was oh, well. The last time they came out was during the NSAS protest. You remember? Ah, you 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 want to say touts have not fought since that time. Well, they haven't. I haven't seen any gun. Like they have guns now. I could see. I saw on social media with with people running for their dear lives and gun gunshot everywhere. I have, I have seen. I have seen the something on social media. I've seen the, 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 the uh, this video that has been posted. Somebody taking it from his room, inside his room, and taking it from his room. I I see people down there. You can hardly see the thing properly. You know, you just see people, kids, school kids. I can see school kids with their bags running away from the place. That's that's all I've seen from there. At least from the thing that seems, I say I've seen there. Well, it's uh, well, it's a mixed feeling right now in Lagos. I don't you know. think that everything we should lay it at the feet of government. Mm. But they didn't take mm. responsibility. That's my point. Like, something happened, an injustice happened, many people were killed, and now you want to open the Allegedly toll gate. killed. That's not been proven. Ah, oh, you are saying allegedly killed now. Allegedly, yes. Do you, be do you actually that, believe, that do you act are you saying that, that is, people did not mm -mm, die? Mm -mm, mm -mm. I'm, neutral on, I'm neutral on this. That is what the uh, inquiry is supposed to find out. Oh, that is what the inquiry is supposed to find out. Because there are two contending factions. I mean, uh, facts now. Some people say people were killed. They don't know how many. The government said no, nobody was killed. So are you going they to believe the government? Killed, are you believing the government? That is, Do you believe me, the government? I'm saying I am saying that that is what the inquiry is supposed to find out. When the inquiry finds out, we will know the truth of it whether the government is right or the people who are claiming people are dead. Because are that right. night, I watched um, DJ Switch um, story uh, live, and I saw stuff, and I saw it, yeah? So you saying that they were allegedly killed, I think that's quite insensitive, don't you think so? 
It's not. I'm a journalist. Yes, if if, if I haven't seen, I didn't see it, but I have two accounts. So I stay in the middle of it since there is a panel of inquiry. So it's not insensitive. So that is yeah. it. So that's that's my. I just wanted to know that your opinion about that. Thank you. Yeah, that's that. I'm, I'm waiting for the inquiry. Whether you know, and I'm sure we'll, one way or the other we will know. All right. Okay. To love others, you must truly be in love with yourself. How much love did you get from your parents? Parental favoritism is a thing, the favorite child factor. Let's get into it. Welcome to another beautiful episode of Memoir of a Niger Girl. My name is Helen. On today's episode, like always, we will be talking about something very, very important. That is parenthood. I know that it is very important that parents... Uh, equalize their love amongst the children. Today we'll be saying that how do you as a parent, how can we show our emotions, how can we share our emotions equally among our children. I know that many people have this thing and they say, oh, I think I'm my dad's favorite, I'm my mom's favorite. And then the other child probably feel left out. Of course they get the love. Of course they get the attention, but do they get the attention like the other child is getting? Maybe, maybe not. We will be calling someone today. His name is Mr. Akinriade. He's a father of three wonderful adults. Yes, I mean adults. I will be calling him and we will get to know everything. On today's episode, we're talking about um, how to balance emotion amongst the ki amongst our children. When you have one child, I think it's never a problem. But when you have two, three children, how do you share that love equally? Well, it's it's always a hard work, uh, and you have you have to really work hard at it. That's very important because uh, kids children are different. Nice. You may like something in one child, and another child does exactly the same thing, but because of his attitude, you don't like the way he does that. Exactly. So, what happens is that as a parent, you have to make sure that you try as much as possible to show or to, to demonstrate that you love them equally. Right. But I must tell you. It's a very hard job. It's a very hard job. And uh, uh, if we are truthful to ourselves, uh, in some instances, you you admire a child who shows initiative, right. who shows that he knows what he's doing. And uh, you have to really kick uh, the one that is not really showing that promise. You have to kick them in the, in the backside to say, look, you can't, you can't just sit down there like uh, uh, somebody who doesn't care. You must really care about your life and the rest of it. So it's tough. Mm. It's tough for, for parents. But we just try to distribute the love equally. So, but I don't think we do. So you're saying now that parents oftentimes have a favorite child? Yes. Wow. So when you have a favorite child, I assume the love, the affection, the... Uh, maybe much more the giving. You give more the, one of the child more than you give the other. 
do you see do you think that um at at some at um, in a way it would affect the other child emotionally physically mentally how can a parent deal with that how can they help the other child to tell them that okay listen i you are also important you also matter how can a parent do that well that's 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 why i said at the beginning that is and parents do try mm. not to show that they are more affectionate okay. to the other child than this child. They try as much as possible to keep everything on an even keel. But as I said, it's also difficult to do it because uh, parents who love a child who, who respects them, uh, who does what is right, who is uh, very hardworking, than a, a child who's a loafer, who just sits there and doesn't do as much as he needs to do. But don't you mm -hmm. think that it breeds hatred when you show more love, more compassion to one child instead of um, sharing these things amongst both of them? Yeah, well, that, it will certainly do that. Right. But I'm saying that, you know, that's why parents try as much as possible not to show it, not to show that they favor this child over that child. Mm. But, you know, intuitively, sometimes you do things that you are not aware of. Yeah. It's see it. And then that becomes a little bit of a problem because, look, uh, many of us, when we were growing up, uh, when we were growing up amongst, with our own siblings, you know, there will be times, there were times that some of them say, ah, you are, you are Papa's favorite. Oh, right. Or you are this, you are that, you know. Uh, and you are favorite because maybe you go to school, you do very well in school, and uh, when you get back home on holidays, you are very respectful to everybody, your your parents, your, uh, your siblings, and the rest of them. You know, and people see that in you. And uh, they, they say something in, in, in Yoruba, they say, Oriyahu, that, that is it. Uh, when she, uh, when other people see this child, yeah. and they talk proud. to the father, mm -hmm. and say, I, I like your child, is yeah. this, is that. But the child, I mean, the father would be very proud of that. And sometimes without him knowing it, he might do something more for that kid than and the other. other right? So in a situation where one of the kids already feel left out, you know, and as a parent, you get to understand that, okay, maybe this is the reason. How can we help that child? Well, uh, parents have to uh, be able to observe. They have to observe their children. They have to know them. You know, you really have to know your, your, your child or your children, you, you need to know them. When, when you see them, I mean, a parent can just come in now and look at the child and just say, oh, something's wrong with that child. And who call that child, what come? What's wrong with you? You know, other people may not see them. Hmm. But because you know this child and you know what is capable of, you see that, and then you begin to talk to him, what is this, what is that? And usually it may not come from the dad. It will come from somebody else in the family, and they say, "Okay, I'm being ostracized by my 
by my mother right. or ostracized by my brothers. They they just uh, doing things without me. Right. And then you have to take note of it and then find the way to help them resolve it. For you yourself, for you yourself, if you notice that you are talking to, because children sometimes are very open. Uh, and they will just tell you, hey, Dad, you, you did something for my brother. You did do for me. You didn't then, do something for me. Yes. And then you can sit down with the child and say, look, you know, uh, I will do yours too. Don't worry, you know. But you too need to do this. You see what your brother is doing. You mm-hmm. try to encourage him to get out of himself. Don't encourage unnecessary competition because that's also dangerous. But when it, when it comes to saying that, look at what your brother is doing or look at what your sister is doing don't you think that's some sort of um, comparison you're comparing these two children and saying paraventure if you are doing this like your brother is doing it i would be doing that to you i wouldn't be doing well, that for no. you well it, it, it's just not uh, it's not a cut and dry situation when when you do that sometimes okay a child is not doing well in school the other well one is doing well in school. Is it bad for you to say you should you should you should be doing better than your brother, you know? Yeah, or you should be doing better than your sister. In, in some... But you also help. You also help. That is why sometimes uh, parents will decide to take a tutor right. for that kind of a child at home to help him to boost his uh, uh, to, to boost him and, and make him get to that point where he needs to get to. But in so, some situations, sir, many yeah. children don't have that um, educational ability, you know. But many parents want to force their kids to go to school because their brother, their sister, is doing is doing well in school. Now, ignoring the other part of that person and who wants to maybe be a fashion designer now you're pushing the child to say okay you have to go to school because but that's not the child's strength it's some sort of comparison that doesn't align with the personality and the the love or the creativity of the other child yeah well you see uh parents often look at the trajectory they want their kids to follow right differently but you must agree that the world is changing. The world is changing. Otherwise, you won't have the many artists that you have today. You won't have the many boxers, the many this. Uh, uh, people not in education itself, but say, you won't have so many of them as you have today. The world is changing. Mm-hmm. Parents are learning. It's, it's, it's a different curve. Right. Parents are learning. They are learning that if your child is interested in something, help him, help him in, 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 in to get the best out of that stuff. So parents who are learning, but it's, it's, it's not, it is not everybody that's learning. Right. Some parents are set. Mm-hmm. They're so, so rigid. It's like, it's, it's a dogma. Right. They're set on what they believe a child should do. Right. But others are learning. Others are learning. And, and they are looking at these kids. They are doing well. But you see, if your kid is interested in that, you will now have to tell him, demonstrate to me that this is what you want to do. Hmm. Show me that you, you just not want to uh, waste your time 
uh, and say that, oh, uh, I'm interested in music, I'm interested in this and that, you know, that show me. That you can sing, yeah. That you can do it. Of course, in the process too, you, you can tell your child that, don't worry, you do these things, but you always have a fallback position. Right. If, you are going to, you, if you are going to school and, you know, at the end of the day, you decide to take a degree in music or something, even if you don't, even if you don't succeed as a singer, you have something to fall back on. Right. That degree can fetch you something. You can be now a tutor, you can be a teacher, you can be a mentor, be somebody that mentors other, other, other kids or other people who are interested in music. So that gives you an opportunity. So in some instances, parents will say, okay, fine, you want to do that, but don't abandon your education. Yeah. Keep doing everything together. together. And, yes, and let's see how, how you turn out. All right, last question, Mr. Saji. If you meet someone, an adult, who is already who felt like the parent don't love them or the mm. parent prefers it's they probably do love them but maybe prefers their other siblings uh, mm. what would you tell the person what would you advise the person to well uh, it's, it's very tough to get in the middle of a family problem right. because you won't know where the whole thing started and you have to be very careful in getting in there but if you know the, 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 the man or the woman the thing you can only do is advise them right. now when you are an adult you need to focus on what you want to do with your life you know so in a way if you are close to the family yourself you may be able to talk to the um, uh, either the father or the mother and say ah Look, uh, I saw your son, and we were just chatting, and I, I, got, I got this feeling that mm -hmm. uh, something is there, and you can just gently explain to the uh, okay. uh, parent, yeah. but don't make it sound as if oh, she has come with me, she might come with me. You want to teach me how to take care of my child? Yeah, you don't do that because people are also touching yeah. that kind of subject. Yeah. So what you need to do is just quietly. You know, try to encourage them, uh, at least to talk to the to the child. But a grown man or a grown woman at that point, it may be of no use again. It but might, it might you, also be a trauma. Yes, well, it, it can be. But in that case, if it is, then he probably would need to see a psychiatrist right. or somebody to help him navigate that time or uh, that period of his life to help him so that he can now take himself out of it so he can progress otherwise it's regression so if somebody if somebody <laughs> ate their siblings because of the love that was showered to them when they were younger mm. what would you tell the person if say that again if somebody ate their sibling because yeah. of the love that their parents had them showered, showered yeah. on them when they were younger what would you advise the person i mean would you tell the person okay it's not your fault that's our dad or our mom liked you, you know, I, you're my sister. You know, it's, it's all about this family thing. And of course, no one wants to talk about it. But of, if your parents love you, you would know they prefer you more than your, more than someone else. So that person who already have that hatred, what would you advise them that 
Well, you see, it, it, it's, it's going to be difficult to advise, uh, to okay. get in, as I said, in other people's situation. Mm-hmm. If it, they had been my kids, that's a totally different matter. And before it gets to that point, I should have been able to notice that there is something wrong here. Mm-hmm. And I should have been all through the years trying to correct the narrative. Myself. Yes, it myself, you know, and uh, their mother, the way their mother behaves with them, to change the narrative. Mm-hmm. Because when when they grow up and you haven't done anything, it, it is difficult. It is difficult to change that attitude. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's why we say people, uh, a lot of people, it's not very common in Nigeria, but abroad you find people going to psychiatrists and they go back to why they're having a particular problem and they trace it to their relationship uh, with their parents with their siblings and the rest of it and they try to help them out of it you know out of that uh, quagmire in which they find themselves Mm -hmm. but uh it it will be difficult for someone to get into another person's uh, family business Mm -hmm. Uh, unless you know those kids yourself and then you can try and encourage them and try and tell them that look, you know, this this is this is your life. Mm-hmm. You know, this is your life. Your brother is not going to leave it for you. Yeah. Your father is not going to leave it for you. You have to get yourself up. You have to get yourself out of this uh, this this situation so that you can begin to move. You can advise. You can advise, but you must be very careful. Okay, one more last question. I promise, last one. <laughs> I know I said that before. But now, is is um, loving one child uh, more than the other? Is this a, mon- uh, a polygamous thing or a monogamous thing? Or both, both are, it happens in both, um, both family settings? It is in both. It is a monogamy, it is in a polygamous house too. But the the preponderance, I mean, you probably will find it more in a polygamous house. Mm. It, uh, if if a man loves a particular woman more than he loves the other women, mm. the tendency that he is a little partial to the children of that woman is there. Right. And yeah, unless we kid ourselves, you know, there are no perfect human beings. You know, we we all have our faults and the rest of it. But uh, you just try as much as possible to look at the situation, to look at your children and say, okay, you must deal with them equally. You must deal with them. When I was growing up, uh, I remember one time my dad called me before he died and he said, Oh, Soji, I like the way you respond to all your brothers and sisters. That you won't know that this one belongs to that mother or this one belongs to this mother. I said, that is how you should be treating them every time. You try your best, you know, but that's not to say that underneath this thing, underneath this uh, steel, there is not one... uh, Boat or boat or or not that is a boat or not that yeah. is a getting loose somewhere, you know. So you try your best to 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 be impartial, but it's tough sometimes. But you do your best. Wow. It's such a beautiful conversation with you. 
thank you very much for being on my show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Ah, oh, that is it on Memoir of a Ninja Girl. Such, such a beautiful conversation. Parents, you heard it. You can hear it yourself. It is very, very important that you know, we know, we, we all know that no one is perfect, but you have to learn how to be equal amongst your children, to your children, for your children. Share your love, let it go around. So that is it on today's episode of Memoir of a Niger Girl. My name is Helen. Don't forget to follow me on social media, on my Instagram page, at helen.love.23. Share my podcast, subscribe, like, and kindly follow. Thank you. I am a Nigerian lady who knows someone that knows someone, and that person is a friend of another. In Nigeria, everybody knows somebody. Memoir of a Nigerian My diary, my friend's discussion, my acquaintance's conversation, all on this table. Follow me, and let's talk.